uh, our spiritual family as we celebrate and reflect upon the birth of Jesus and what that means for us. Uh, my name is Jason. I'm the pastoral resident here at Restoration. Uh, this past uh, month, this Advent season, we've been looking at Isaiah chapter 9, verses 6 through 7. We've been seeing how Jesus is the wonderful counselor, the mighty God, the everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace. These four titles are in verse 6. Um, and tonight, we'll be quickly looking at verse 7, where Isaiah continues to explain who is this person and what will he do for us. So please follow along with me as we read verses 6 through 7 in Isaiah chapter 9. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and of peace, there will be no end on the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish it and to uphold it with justice and with righteousness. From this time forth and forevermore, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. Pray with me. Father God, we thank you for this evening. I pray that we become more thankful, more hopeful of what you are promising to us. Let us see Jesus tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. This past week, I was watching the Christmas movie, Elf. In that movie, Santa's sleigh runs on the power of Christmas spirit. The more Christmas spirit there is, the more power that this sleigh will have to deliver presents all over the world. But what we see in this movie is that Christmas spirit is running low. People simply don't believe in Santa or the magic of Christmas anymore, except one person, and that is Buddy the Elf. He believes in Santa and all things Christmas, but because of his belief, he is seen as ridiculous. Now, this is a fictitious movie, but it actually got me thinking about Isaiah chapter 9. Because my biggest thought when I read this promise from God is how ridiculous this sounds. It's an unbelievable promise. Because these two verses speak about a perfect king, a perfect person, who will rule a world that is very unlike the world we live in right now. It's hard to believe. And so what do we do when we uh, hear promises that are too hard to believe? Sometimes we desensitize. Sometimes we dumb down our hopes. We dumb down our expectations. It's really easy to do that. But what I appreciate about the movie Elf is that it helps us explore the possibility of letting our hearts believe in something unbelievable. And then that's exactly what God is asking us to do in this passage. He's asking the Israelite people to do that. He gives this unbelievable promise at an unbelievable time. Because at this time, there is deep darkness in Israel. The nation of Israel has fallen apart. King David has passed away, and it's fallen apart. And God says it's going to get worse. There is a nation that's going to invade them. Israel will become an oppressed people a people that are exiled, people that are scattered around the known world. So there is deep darkness in Israel. And yet in the midst of this darkness, God gives this unbelievable promise. In verses 6 and 7, God says that he will give this future person, a person in the future, he will be all that we need him to be, someone who will make all things right, someone who is actually going to be better than King David because he will be perfect. And so what I have for us this morning, just one main point, and really it's just a question for us this, uh, this evening, is can you actually believe this promise that God gives us? 
Can you actually believe in this unbelievable promise that God gives us? So what exactly is this promise? We'll look at verse 7 real quick. God says that there's a person going to be born to his people that does two main things. He's going to rule effectively, and he's going to rule eternally. So Isaiah says he's going to rule effectively because he will be, have a rule of peace, justice, and righteousness. There's going to be no conflict under this person's rule. There's going to be no oppression, no possibility of hurt. There's going to be uh, equality and value for every single person. This person's rule will be perfectly moral. There is going to be no sin. Isaiah also says this person will rule eternally. He's, his peace will increase and increase without end. His justice and righteousness, it will be upheld and established forever and ever. Isaiah gives this promise, and it's an unbelievable promise, right? There will be no longer a need for another king. He will be the last king that God's people need. This is an unbelievable promise to the Israelite people. It sounds too good to be true. And if you're like me, it's really hard to believe in a promise like this, right? We're here this morning, this evening, reflecting upon this prophecy, this promise. There's really no category or reference to understand this. But in this, I actually have gospel encouragement for you. What I love about the gospel is how much it actually doesn't depend upon us. And this is actually in direct contrast to what the movie Elf actually teaches us. Because in the movie Elf, Santa's sleigh runs on Chris's spirit. Santa's sleigh needs you to believe in order for it to work. Santa needs you to believe in order for him to do his job. But the good news that God gives us through the prophet Isaiah is totally opposite of that. The gospel is not dependent upon you. Because what God does in this promise is that he gives us an unconditional promise one that doesn't have any conditions. Because at the end of verse 7, if you look, he says that he will do this, period. He will do this. There is no payment required. There is no, nothing that you have to do to convince him to do this for us, to save us. God already desires this for us. He already wants to do this for you and for me. It's guaranteed. So in throughout the Bible and throughout history, God has been making good on that promise. It's recorded for us in the Gospels, and we've been reflecting upon that. Jesus is born. He is given to us. He really did have love and compassion for people. He had zeal and eagerness to save broken and needy people like you and me. He was perfect in character. He lived the perfect life. He may have died like other kings, but he did what no other king could do. He rose again from the dead. He conquered evil, and he rules forever. Eternally, Jesus is making peace, justice, and righteousness a reality for us more and more. We have a Savior in Jesus, the wonderful Counselor, the mighty God, the Prince, uh, Everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace. And so as we near the end of Advent, I urge you to not desensitize, to not dumb down your expectations, to actually hope, to see this promise, to not be satisfied with the darkness around you. See this promise that God gives us in the midst of the darkness. See the hope, see Jesus, see this child, this son that is given to save the world. Pray with me. Father God, uh, we thank you for uh, Jesus. Thank you that you have given him to us. We need him, uh, help us to hope in him more and more. 
especially during this season. In Jesus' name, amen.